Hi everybody. So I realized last week that I talked about my mistakes that I did for twenty nine or twenty nine Everesting, but I didn't really talk too much about the lessons that I learned from the event. So I wanted to go back and talk about that. One of the things that I found I've learned from the event is that I could potentially give up too easily, and. I mean, you weren't there on the mountain at midnight and <laughs> freezing your ass off. But if I had just pushed myself a little bit harder, I would have been able to finish. And I feel like I was probably at a growth edge at that moment, where it just felt like I was so broken and I couldn't do anything else. But looking back at what happened. I think those are the moments where it's hard because sometimes you know if you are at that growth edge and you push yourself too hard, it could lead to injury and damage. But also, I feel like if I just took it really, really slowly, one step at a time, I would have been able to finish. Looking back at the event and. Potentially going forward, when I get really, really uncomfortable and I feel like I want to give up, why do I want to give up? Is it my mental capacity? Is it my emotional capacity? Is it my physical capacity? What part of me is wanting to give up? And climbing the mountain was a lesson in itself because I think after the fourth or fifth climb. I hated every single one. I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't like this. I don't want to keep going. But as you probably know, I completed at least eleven climbs, so that meant that mentally, after the fourth or fifth, I was done. I didn't want to do anymore, but physically, I was still capable of doing it. So I'm wondering if, in that moment, when I gave up that night. If it was another mental barrier that I was just supposed to overcome, but I didn't. And looking back on it, I definitely feel like I have learned a lot more in failure than I would have in success. Because if I was successful, I wouldn't be sitting here analyzing everything that went wrong. I would have just been like, "Hell yeah, I did it, and it's done." And of course, I did it. I'm so happy. I'm so proud of myself. But because that did not happen, I am critically analyzing everything that I did. I don't actually sit and reflect that often. So I think that it is very, very valuable for me that all of this happened in this way. And because I didn't finish this year, I am determined to go back next year and finish it. And That just means that I'm in for another year of training, and like I said in the second episode, this is all about the training. The event is only the last five percent. The training and the journey is the ninety-five percent leading up to that last single day.、Um, without the ninety-five percent, the the event itself would be unsuccessful. And like I said, it is training to become the person that I want to be. I want to be the person that enjoys hikes, that loves to go to the gym every day, 
that is consistently working out on my physical strength and cardiovascular ability. I want to be that person. And by committing to another 29029 event next year, I am committing to the training plan and I am committing to continuing on this journey and getting it done and bettering myself. And I, like I said, going into this event, I am excited to do the training and I can't wait. I can't wait to go back on that mountain, actually. I've been getting comments from people and um, people message me and talk to me if I see them in person lately. And they're telling me how inspirational I am and they can't believe that I'm doing all this stuff. And it's so cool. It's so inspirational. And um, how does it feel? Honestly, I it doesn't feel like anything to me. <laughs> it just feels like another day has gone by um it's it doesn't feel that spectacular that the 29029 event happened i guess what i guess i'm just reiterating what i said before is that it was never about the event it was about the training that i had to do to become the person that i wanted to be and that person that i wanted to be was the kind of person that would finish this event so when people are telling me it's inspirational, I don't really know how to respond to that. I don't feel inspirational. And maybe it's important that I say this because maybe you don't feel inspirational, but you know somebody's watching you and somebody's making note of what you're doing because I know when I saw other people on the mountain and they looked older than me or they looked less fit than me I was like this person is giving it their all and they're trying their hardest and they can do it and if they can do it then I can do it and that's a part of the reason why I think it's so important to share our journeys online I've never resonated with the people that only share their highlight reels I think that's off-putting even. I like to see people in their discomfort. I want to see the process. I love seeing works in process of, you know, people making art or even before and after training videos, transformation pictures. I want to see the work and I want to see how hard it was. And I want to know that it was hard for you too, basically. And because that part is so important to me, I think that's why I share my struggle, just so that I hope that someone can relate to me and feel a little bit less alone. Because I know that I used to feel really crazy, feeling like I was the only one that struggled with anything and that I sucked and I wouldn't never get better. But because I started following um, some fitness influencers, I guess, that would show their transformation journey, show where they came from, show how they did it, and show their process, it slowly led me to believe that I could do the same. And it took a long time for me to finally truly believe that I could do the same. But after a while of being inundated with these types of messages, because I don't follow any negative people on social media. I don't follow 
influencers that are only trying to show off their bodies. I'm following people that are healthy for my mindset. I'm following real people that show their real struggle. And I'm not following anything that I'm going to compare myself to, basically. In, you know, in a jealous type manner. I'm following entrepreneurs that I look up to and I kind of get jealous of their success. But that kind of makes me feel like I can do it too because the type of entrepreneurs that I follow also talk about their struggles. They also talk about their journey and their process. And then they show their wins. And when you see both, it's more impactful because you know the process that it took for them to get to where they are. And seeing the process makes you believe that you could also have the win. So I like to share both. I want to share the struggles and I want to share the wins. And I'm not sure if this podcast is flowing because I'm kind of just closing my eyes and talking. Um, But that's basically the whole premise of my brand, I guess, is authenticity and real life and struggle and then really, really celebrating the wins because they were worth it and they were worked for really hard. Speaking of wins, I'm really excited about what's happening in my world right now. I don't want to make any announcements. Actually, one announcement was just made. I'm a panelist for a local event called Empower Her, hosted at Valero Wellness. I was asked to sit on a panel and talk about entrepreneurship, our lives, the struggle, the journey, the process, basically everything that I currently love talking about. So I was really, really excited to say yes to that. And that event is going to be on September 9th at Valero Wellness. So if you're local to Windsor, Ontario, and you want to get a ticket, I'm hosting a giveaway on my Instagram right now. So check out uh, my Instagram at Tina's underscore arena underscore. And you can drop a comment on my post and win my ticket to go to the event. Otherwise, I really feel like life it's so funny. There's no other choice than to keep growing because I don't want to feel stagnant in my life. I don't want to feel like I don't have any growth. And so although growth is extremely uncomfortable, I think it's probably more uncomfortable to stay stagnant and feel like I'm falling behind or feel like I'm living a life that was not meant for me or that I'm not reaching my full potential. So everything is difficult. Everything kind of sucks. Everything is uncomfortable. But would I rather be uncomfortable sitting at home dreaming about this future that I want for myself so bad? Or would I rather be uncomfortable facing rejection and getting out there and going after my dreams? That's all that I have for you today, so I hope that this resonated with you. Make sure to let me know if it does, because it kind of feels like I'm talking into thin air. Actually, I am talking into thin air, but it also (laughs) kind of feels like no one's listening, which it's okay if there isn't. I'm just practicing and talking for myself. It doesn't matter either way. But if you do have a comment for me, I would really love to hear it. So I would appreciate it if you did reach out to me. Tina's underscore arena underscore on Instagram or tinasarena.com. 
I hope you are all having a beautiful, lovely evening, which is when I'm recording this. And have a blast tomorrow. Have fun. Get uncomfortable. Get dirty. Grow. Good night.